0: Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin MacDonald here, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, I've got something a little bit different. So I'm joined by Mihak Jabin, or as she says, MJ, and she's doing a dissertation at the moment for a university project around all things artificial intelligence. And she wants to interview me on the Progressive Property Podcast, so we're swapping roles. I'm not doing the interviewing, she's doing the interviewing to find out all about AI and um, how I see it maybe impacting the property world I'm really excited about this and also really scared. So I'm going to hand straight over off to MJ and um, let's see how this goes.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Kevin. And it's wonderful that you gave me time and uh, I really appreciate it because not many people actually agreed to give me time. And I really respect you for that. Um, so uh, here, basically I'm learning here that how real estate is working all over the world and specifically here in the UK. So could you please tell me when i say virtual reality or artificial intelligence in real estate how do you perceive it
0: um I, it's all new so uh, initially i guess the way i could probably see stuff like this happen working is um l- lots of different stuff and if you think about real estate if you break it down into letting agencies estate agencies uh, property investors there's loads of areas within real estate so from an estate agent's point of view, I guess one thing they could use AI for is uh, managing staff better, uh, less staff maybe, and um, you know prospecting. So if they're controlling phone calls to um, mark for marketing to try and take on new business, maybe there's ways that AI can help that, or virtual reality can help that. Also viewings, so virtual viewings, um, they they're improving, but they're not great still. If you do walkthroughs of properties and stuff. So a lot of, from an estate agency point of view, there's probably lots of way, um, from a property investor point of view, um, this is gonna be interesting because I've got, I can see it working in terms of maybe managing some of my staff, but at the same time, um, I like to touch and feel the property and I like to see. So when you do like a video walkthrough that you currently have from estate agents and a lot of them are outdated and not really virtual reality of the way it's it's progressed, but they're um not very good you can't see the damp you can't see the the marks on the walls you can't you can't touch the floorboards and see if they're rotting timber work or roofs and so on so as it improves that will probably become more usable but from an investor point of view i want to go and view the property and and bring my builder in and see what the, the place is like so i guess yes i can see some opportunities but I'd love for for you to enlighten me and our audience as well about some of the opportunities that you see and you may be uncovered through your your dissertation.
1: Exactly. Um, Kevin, basically when I met you for the first time, uh, so then was the time when I realised that virtual reality is is actually being used in real estate that much. And it is because of a reason, which is very important that, that the relationship is basically a relationship building is important between a real estate agent and a customer. So then I realized that if virtual reality is uh, contributing towards this relationship building between a real estate agent and customer, then it can be something of useful. So today I will be exploring that, that if it can help in it. So most of my question would be related to relationship theory. Uh, So obviously uh, there will be the constructs that I would be uh, trying to find out. Okay, my question uh, is that in the context of your real estate profession, how do you perceive that virtual reality would be able to uh, have an impact on the level of commitment of your customers if you implement the VR?
0: So when you say customers, um, what exactly do you mean? So I've got number of hats so one is my i see my tenants as my customer my client because they they live in a property um from my with my investor hat on my tenants are my clients um i also have my refurb team who are my i guess contractors or employees i've got a separate business which is my letting agency which manages the properties so my client my letting agency's client is me the investor and other investors that we manage properties for and we source properties for. And then um, I've got my coaching hat on, my mentoring and coaching hat on where I've got my students. So I guess um, I there's three completely different sort of businesses that I'm involved in all related to property. So could you be a bit yeah. more specific of which business you're focused on?
1: Yes. When I say customers or clients, it means the one who are the investors. Right. And they go for the viewings or probably they can involve the international investors or the local ones.
0: Okay. So from an international investor point of view, if you were working with, say, investors, um, you know, anywhere abroad or even out of area. So even if it's the UK, my my area is not in, I'm sure. So if I was working with an investor abroad or an investor in London, um, great opportunity with virtual reality to give them a pre- walk around of a property, show them the property in without having them to physically get in their car or get on a train or get on a plane and drive to the area so they could physically, you know, virtually see it and touch and feel it and see the streets. I think one of the big openings is, many people not, not realise, it's not just the property itself, but it's the area. People want to see the location. Um, you know, like Google Maps, but in a virtual reality, walk out the front door of the house, and walk up and down the street walk out the back door of the house and walk up and down the street if you could see not just the house but see what street it's on what's it like and also daytime versus nighttime because you could be it could be really nice during the day but at nighttime it could change so um you know rough sleepers uh, dr- drugs been sold on the street whatever it may be that would happen after dark for instance or other, other things um so, the area could change between what it looks like for an investor during the day to what it looks like at nighttime. So, again, even for an investor that can come to the area, if they come for a viewing at 2 o'clock in the day, it might be a good idea to be able to show them what the area is like at 2 a.m. at night as well, even if it's just virtually.
1: Mm-hmm. So, when do you take people for the viewings? Do you consider the timing that when are you taking them for the viewing?
0: Uh, no, to so whatever time they want to go, really.
1: Okay. The time so they're t-
0: available. So all we right.
1: So what would you prefer for virtual reality if somebody is creating a virtual reality for your customers, clients? What do you think, which time would be the best?
0: Uh, That's the thing, daytime and nighttime, double. So they can see see daylight and after dark. What's the area like? Different times of day.
1: Okay. Um, So Kevin, trust is fundamental aspect of relationship marketing. So based on your experience, what do you think that if you implement VR so would it increase the the trust between your client and yourself
0: um i think absolutely yeah. especially with things like inspections as well so if uh, with my letting agency hat on um i don't get to see inside of a lot of my houses i've got over 100 properties and some of them i've not been inside myself personally for years and if i could even with my office my staff I trust them. But at the same time, when they do inspections, um, they do inspections for me as a client, just like they do inspections for other landlords as a client, even though I own the business. um, My properties have been looked after in that business, but other people's properties have been looked after in the business. And one of the things I would find really helpful with virtual reality is not just necessarily on the viewing of the property before you buy it, but the the midterm inspections, the you know, like three monthly, six monthly inspections, the tenant move ins, the tenant move outs, if that could be done in a virtual reality way, that would be amazing. That would be a huge um benefit where not only, you know, that the agent says something needs repairing or uh, and well, can I see it in virtual reality without having to go there? That would be a phenomenal um opportunity in the real estate industry, I think.
1: Amazing.
2: If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started
1: my next question is that relationship satisfaction is crucial for building long-term connections with your customers so what do you think that with the interaction of your clients if you use your vr would it contribute to the overall satisfaction with your services
0: um 100 i think it would increase satisfaction because it would increase mine to be able to see, not just have something written in paper and have a photograph, but to be able to see it. It increased my satisfaction, so I'm sure it increased the satisfaction of of our clients as well. Um, By the way, for anybody listening to this podcast or watching this um on the Progressive Property YouTube channel, comment in the comments, what's your thoughts? Um, what do you see as the big opportunities with virtual reality and real estate? Um, Do you think it would add value? So every question that MJ is asking me, She's asking you as well. So why don't you put the answer to those questions in the comments, in the chat, on the YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, a bit more difficult to do that, but head over to the Progressive Property YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, and then you'll find this video. And yes, comment on it, your thoughts as well. So each question MJ is asking, she's looking for feedback for her dissertation. So as a whole community, let's give her feedback and see if we could... um, benefit together from all of this i might even get her to see if we can somehow trial this
1: <laughs> well uh kevin this is very interesting what you have mentioned is that i see that you are a, a very progressive person and want to uh, utilize technology but when it comes to pictures and videos i see that people don't usually trust it they believe that they are being photoshopped or it's not the reality. Then what do you think that when people are not able to trust pictures or videos, why would you be they be able to trust VR?
0: Great question, because um, you could, VR could be used for good and bad, I guess. I've seen, you know, you could like take somebody and somebody could take, with VR, I guess, somebody could take what I'm saying right now and they could take me, my movements, and then create words that are not mine and put it over it. And that's scary and it's already been happening out there it's people are been this fake ads and fake stuff out there about people so i guess in virtual reality there's always that risk but um is it better than what we currently have everything's got an upside and a downside photographs once people didn't know they could photoshop them then they could be photoshopped and um, it still comes back to the trust of the agent. So the the own the investor has picked a deal sourcer. They've picked a letting agency. They have picked a refurb team. They've already built that initial trust to trust to choose those people, and then to be able to visually see the thing in virtual reality over a photograph or words on an email is an improvement. So will you ever be one hundred percent perfect? No, but any relationship starts with trust in the first place. So um. I think it's going to be a big opportunity, and you'll never, there'll never not be trust in the initial stage and continuing through that process.
1: Amazing. Uh, My next question is about uh, what are your perceptions regarding the benefits of using virtual reality in terms of time saving, convenience, companionship? And do you think that it will uh, uh, give the opportunity to have improved decision making uh, to your customers?
0: Huge time saving and a huge time lost potentially initially, because you've got to learn it, you've got to implement it. It's what's the cost of bringing something in. So the system, the cost of it. So a lot of people won't be able to afford it. If you're looking from an investor point of view, the one man band investor, not really going to change, not really going to be able to maybe afford it unless it's cheap versions. Um, in terms of the lettings industry, property management industry, sourcing industry, I think it's a big advantage, a big opportunity, and it'll be worth the cost. Um, it'll The cost will be saved by time, less people. Um, so there's a big, big opportunity there in terms of time saving. Upfront cost, upfront learning, loss of time upfront, but massive back-end saving.
1: Okay. When we talk about virtual reality, people have different kind of idea with it. For example, there are people who would think that they have to go to the... Real estate agent's office and have different viewings at the same time, and there are people who think that it would be like Zoopla right move that they're going to have it at their home with the headset. Which idea strikes better to you?
0: Um, I would be picturing virtual reality as, um, the bent. There's two. Well, there's two or three ways. If somebody has to have their own headset at home, that makes it so much more beneficial. But then they've got to invest in their own headsets at home. Um, if somebody has to come to your office to sit in a virtual reality chair, for instance, and put a virtual reality headset on and do a viewing, they'd be as well off just driving down to the house and doing the viewing. Because if they've got to drive from London to your office or drive from Dubai to your office or somewhere else, well, there is, if they've come that far, they're as well to go to the house and touch and feel the concrete rather than and the, the, the wallpaper rather than have to stay at home. So for me, the the advantage is that you can do your, an inspector of a property, for instance, and the midterm inspections could walk around the house and do a virtual reality walkthrough while the landlord watches or the landlord could watch a recording later from home, some hundreds of miles away, that they can log on at home, put a headset on and watch something from hundreds of miles away. It kind of defeats the purpose if they have to drive hundreds of miles to sit in an office five minutes from the house. I'd rather go see the house.
1: Okay. Amazing. But what do you think that, um, so with that tour, uh, you want it to be guided or unguided. Do you want the client to take decisions and think about the things all by himself?
0: Um, do you want, so I restate that question. I'm not sure what you mean exactly.
1: It's a virtual reality. So you are wearing a headset. So if it's in the office, so it is yeah. a guided tour. Yeah. So it's either a person who is answering the questions and if there is anything they're explaining to the person. But if it is somewhere else, so it is an unguided tour yeah. where they would be assuming a lot of stuff. So how do you see that?
0: Um, well, the unguided tour is, you could have a unguided tour but with notes or with voice over or something. But if you have to come to the office to sit and watch a virtual reality tour with one of your staff explaining it, you'd be better off going to the house five minutes away and let one of your staff explain it. So yeah, you don't have to drive to the house for the staff member, but for the for the the person going to buy the house, I do not believe that virtual reality would ever get you away from the final viewing. For instance, I would not buy a house on the back of a virtual reality tour. I would watch the virtual reality tour to have a look at the property to identify what it baseline what it might look like but then before i'd make my offer before i'd want to go to legals before i'd buy the thing i or i might make my offer but subject to a physical viewing i want to go into that house and view it because the same thing you've not you could not buy a house or you'd be crazy to buy one of the most expensive investments you'd ever make in your life from the back of a virtual reality tour. You could make your initial decision to decide if you want to do an actual viewing from that but not buy the thing. Um, again, anybody watching this agree or disagree let me know in the comments. would you buy a house on the back of a virtual reality tour or would you want would you use that just to give the initial impression of the property to then decide if you want to go forward with another viewing? Or if you wanted to make an offer subject to the formal viewing, and um, what would you do? Buy it on virtual reality tour only, or virtual reality tour just be part of that process, the decision-making process, of whether you do a viewing. Let me know in the chat.
1: right So, Kevin, my next question is that: uh, so, if you get the chance to implement VR in your office in your yeah. business, so how much time or resources you would be willing to give to this technology?
0: It depends what the people who wanted to give me the trial told me the technology could do. Um, If I felt it could save time, I would, I think you got to, you cannot dismiss virtual reality or, you know, AI and all this stuff for a very simple reason is it's coming whether we like it or not. It's going to happen whether we like it or not. So you have to, you'd be crazy to not to dismiss it. You have to look at it. How much time would I give to it and how much time would I allocate to it? Um, It totally depends on and this is a question for all businesses. It depends. A lot of businesses run on really tight margins. And if they have really tight margins and they're a one-man band, or if they're really tight margins and they've got two or three staff, they can't really allocate that much staffing to it without affecting their overall business. From my point of view, I'd probably, I've got seven staff in my office, so it's not a huge number of people. We run it on seven people. Um, I could probably allocate half the time of one person initially to test it it, or maybe five hours a week of each person. So I'd have to think about what are we doing and then, and what we're gonna be using it for. And that's where a lot of your questions are asking me what I think about something I don't know about. When really what would be great as well for our audience is for you to spend a little bit of time in this, telling us what your um, vision of virtual reality is and what you see it as an AI in the property industry. Because maybe maybe there's things I haven't even thought about. Maybe things I don't even know because I don't know while you're the one doing the dissertation.
1: Um, Kevin, that's the point. Because when I was doing my literature review, I realized that the numbers looked really good on papers. But when it came to reality, and I went to the other real estate agents in London, which are doing the international business as well, they do not uh, have so much trust in the technology and they haven't used it. So it was very interesting for me that it means that there practically there are some issues with the technology.
0: So, Not necessarily there's some issues with the technology, mm-hmm. there's some issues with the communication of what it would do. See, it's, if you say there's issues with the technology and agents don't want to use it because there's issues with the technology, well, that's not necessarily true. I only know what you've told me about the technology and so far you've not told me a lot. So... If we don't know what something is, the issue is communication, not the technology. And if agent, we don't have time as an agent to spend loads of time researching technology. For instance, you know way more about the technology than the actual client who would be using it. And if, when you come and you ask the client about the technology and where I see it being used, I don't have a clue. I'm too busy to research it. I don't wanna research it, I don't know. I want somebody to come along and say to me, this is the technology. This is how it could be used. This is how it could help your business. Then I go, wow, I didn't know it could do that. I didn't know that was possible. Now, you're asking me how it could help my business. I have no idea, really. I'm just guessing. I'm, and I'm talking about things that I think it might help me with. But I, maybe, the, maybe I'm completely left field. Maybe I'm on the wrong ballpark completely because I don't know what it can do. Because I've not researched it like you. I've not researched and neither has the other agents that you've spoken to. So when you walked into an agency and say, do you trust virtual reality? Would you use it? Their perception of virtual reality might be a million miles away from what it actually does, because none of us as agents have actually bothered to understand it. Because we're too busy making money.
1: (laughs) That's the point. Basically, yes, I have realized this thing. You guys are really, really busy. Okay, okay, my next question is, uh, so it is about your perception, obviously, because perception is important. So when somebody comes to you and say, listen, my technology is going to do this and this to you, specifically, people are using virtual reality in gaming, and they're enjoying it, they're having fun they feel that it is immersive. So obviously that is our basic point where we understand this technology. Okay, the next question is about the seller expertise. Uh, they're a key determinant of customer trust and satisfaction. So do you think that via technology would be able to uh, demonstrate your ability uh, uh, for knowledge? in
0: and- a second, can I go back to one of your questions? You just yeah. want your statement right now. So your yeah. statement right now was that virtual reality is more used in gaming and that's where most people understand it. Yeah. I I don't do gaming. I don't have time for gaming. I've got no interest in gaming. I have never watched. I've never had a gaming virtual reality headset on. I don't know what it does because gaming is not my passion. Property is. So when you say people understand virtual reality in gaming, that I challenge you on has not been true. And I would challenge you that every estate agent you've spoke to about virtual reality, if you think we understand it in gaming, we probably don't because we don't do gaming. One in 10 might. But most of us don't because we're too busy making money and we're we're too busy doing property. We're too busy in our businesses and our own passions. So um, I think there's a little bit of it. I'm an old man. I hate to say this, but I am. Look at me. I got no hair. Um, I'm in my 40s. I didn't have my first mobile phone until I was about 21. I was born in the late 70s. Um, Mobiles, there was no computers in our schools. So younger generation have grown up with computers and grown up. And they think that also over the age of 40 on over the age of 35, probably just understand this stuff. We don't. And I think part of the disconnect with virtual reality and AI is that the people with a lot of the business owners, a lot of the people that you, yes, there's young generations who are entrepreneurs and so on. But a lot of my generation, we're not gamers. We've never, uh, like, I played a Commodore 64. For anybody, by the way, who had a Commodore 64, let me know in the chat tip box as well, or an Atari. Um, I, I'm not a gamer, so I don't even understand virtual reality in the gaming industry, never mind in the property industry. And I think if you're looking at, I know you're doing a, a dissertation, but if you're trying to find out the benefits of virtual reality, First of all, you've got to teach us who do not know because you're asking us that do not know, or especially me for anyone who's like, I'm in my 40s and I understand, apologies. So people like me who are not as smart as others, um, you're asking us about stuff where we don't even understand it in gaming. And if you really as somebody, for instance, you're doing a dissertation at uni, but if you were considering setting up a virtual reality business, if you were considering creating a virtual reality product and selling it to the industry, your approach to selling it is with love disjointed because you're not selling it. You are asking us what we feel, how we feel it would benefit us when we never even played a game. or I never played a game in 35 years. So since the Commodore 64 and you had to load it and it took four minutes with some CD. Um, so there is a somewhat disconnect where if in study, you are learning with, with respect, learning and doing a dissertation, but you're not, you're not taught in the school system how to be an entrepreneur. You're not taught how to be a business owner. You're not taught how to create a business and you're not taught sales and marketing. And sales and marketing is if you want to sell me on virtual reality, you have to sell me the benefits, not ask me why I should use it.
1: I understand the thing, Kevin. So that's the point because I believe, as a researcher, that uh, real estate agents they don't they don't know because nobody has reached out to them about the technology. Yes, and I believe that people who are. Um, obviously working on the technology the need to reach out to real estate agents or the businesses to show them to tell them that how it works which they are not doing so only if i talk to real estate agents and businessmen like ceos like you only then i can recommend it because obviously i'm not into the business
0: yeah
1: very fair i think i'm very happy with this interview that we are going into the right direction uh my next question it's about, uh, can you please tell me that if you, for example, if you have a virtual reality, you see, this is how we are trying to find out. Do you think about it? Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. So if you implement virtual reality into your business, do you think that it is going to give you good word of mouth?
0: Probably. Yeah, probably. Um. Yeah. But okay. I don't know until I try. All right. Yeah. Okay. Back uh, to the question of... You, do you think it would give you good word of mouth? But well, I would need a virtual reality company to say, this is why it would give you good word of mouth. Okay. These are the benefits of it, this is what it could do. Okay. Oh, by the way, for anybody watching this, this is not me. This is the AI version of me. It's not really, it's not really. It's really. <laughs> All right,
1: great. Okay. Um. By the way, what are your expectations from this technology?
0: This, my expectations from this? Yes. From the interview? Uh,
1: from virtual reality.
0: I don't have an expectation. Um, my ex, If I had an expectation, it would be uh, more done in less time with more profit.
1: And how do you think that it can help? For example, if I'm a person who is developing virtual technology for you, hmm. virtual reality, so what do you want me to give importance to? That, mehek, listen, do give importance importance to this, these, these factors when you are designing this for
0: me. Okay. So again, I would need to see what it could do before I could say, which would, what I would give importance to, but you don't have a business unless you've got happy customers, happy clients. So I would be looking at how can it make our customers better? How can it make our customers more money? Cause if you make your customers more money, it makes us more money. How can I make our customers happier? If you make your customers happier, they'll want to spend more money with you. So um, just how do you improve that communication, that process in that way? Um, Save your customer time, then automatically save us time, make us more, we can do more. But I don't really have a, what's my expectation? Because again, it comes back to the root cause of, I don't know what the software can do.
1: Okay, Uh, so uh, finally my last last question from you. So what do you think that when you look at the future Uh, of the VR virtual reality so in near future or in the uh, far future uh, what do you how do you see it
0: um well I think it's taken over the world again I came from the 70s me not in a time machine just in years of pain um so how do I see it what do I see happening it's it's going to change everything we do and it's a little bit scary at the same time because Um, It's almost like, especially AI, it's almost like Arnold Schwarzenegger was right. Terminator is coming into reality. Um, So we got to be very careful of the AI side, especially, of giving it too much power. Um, From the virtual reality, that's just that. Being able to stand anywhere on the planet and see something in a house, in a kitchen, on a street, and see it without having to physically go there is gotta be a huge like opportunity. And and to not just see it like Google Maps, because some people who watch this go, no, you can already do that on Google Maps. Well, it's not the same thing. Um if you can you want you if we can get to the stage where you can literally like be in virtual reality where you feel like you really are in that room and you can touch the walls and you can see the detail, that's just a game changer in terms of property. But I'm not sure when we'll get there or what the cost would be. And it all comes down in business to, you could have a great idea, but will it, will the cost be more than what it's worth? So again, the, the big companies, the big organizations can afford to implement this stuff, but in property, most investors are one man band people. And then it's, how do you make that cost effective for them? So, there's loads of stuff um loads of opportunity in AI uh, there's lots of people doing tr- stuff on AI now in terms of webinars begin to happen how it can help you in property um I, I know there's a lot of stuff where it can help you with like uh tracking the amount of calls your team are doing and the data analysis and all that sort of stuff so and admin Etc but uh, so there's big big opportunities but I've not researched it enough. To be able to see where it could end up, but it's going to improve everything, Um, but it will also mean a lot of unemployment because it could put people out of work and Mm -hmm. that side doesn't sit great with me because we need to get more employment, not less.
1: Yeah. By the way, what do you think about uh, uh, early adopters and late adopters? What difference do you see? That who, which group is gonna get the more benefit, the early adopters or the late adopters?
0: Um, you should never be first, in my opinion. Here's why: because if you're first and you're the early adopter, um, you could spend a fortune developing something that will improve. So in the first few years, and it's like the iPhone today is way better than the first iPhone. So in the first few years, with the with the speed of change in technology, in three years' time, we'll probably be a world ahead of where we are right now. So if you put a load of money as a business owner, and this is one of the challenges as a business owner and why I'm not doing anything. Is if you put a load of money into um, AI right now and virtual reality right now, and you buy the softwares and the systems that are available right now, then... You have to upgrade them and upgrade them and upgrade them and upgrade them and better stuff is coming. So you should never be first, but you want to be early.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Kevin. I always, whenever I meet you, I learn so much from you.
0: Can I ask you a couple of questions? Yes, please. What um, do you see as the big opportunities for in real estate for AI and for virtual reality?
1: Um, till now, what I could understand is that Virtual Reality is going to help uh, real estate agencies that are working in the bigger cities yeah. uh, of the develop, developed countries. And especially those countries where there are not much restrictions on international buyers. So it is really going to help them because people, uh, there are investors who buy things even without looking at them. For example, London is a place where if you are investing, it is going to make you money doesn't matter if it is, it's not a very nice place. If there, you know, because people are getting it for the sake of investment. So I believe for that thing, it is going to um, give a lot of profit to agencies, but for local businesses, local real estate agent, where people are buying their house, you know, people do it for once or twice in a lifetime, it won't uh, have a much of effect. People would like to go and see the houses because it's all of their investment they're putting in it. So they're going to see and check what's happening there. But businesses, those who want to grow, it would be very necessary for them to have it uh, because this would give them more authenticity. This would give them an edge over other um, agencies, at least those who would be the early adopters. Um, right now I believe that it is uh, agencies do not they think that they are good without it it's a very small part it is only a process it's a just one more addition to all the steps which are already happening so I believe that it is going to on papers it shows good numbers and I obviously they come from research so I believe in coming years it would do great but in the international market most of the time
0: do you think that um, do getting involved now with the speed of how it will change would, from a financial point of view as a business owner, do you think you should get in first or get in early, but not first?
1: Uh, again, if you are um, doing your business with international clients, then it's good because it is going to give you the edge over other agencies. It will make your deal closer closer. Um, quickly earlier than before so it is yes for them because you know that many investors they they just don't want to even look at the property when they are investing it's just the place that matters to them in that scenario
0: yes i got one more question for you how would you choose so there's so much like there's people out there if i was to say um i wanted to look into virtual reality more seriously ai more seriously how would i go about choosing you talk about trust the right company to trust to put the systems in place for me.
1: Okay, it's right now. There are many companies who are offering it. Uh, what I believe that virtual reality with any any company you work with, with any company you go with, and you want the virtual reality uh, of a building, you just ask them to do it as as much as real it they can make it. Uh, For example, light, it it is a very important factor. If they are making it look like something glorious because of the lights, and in reality it is not like that, it is going to affect. So more real it is going to look like, there is um, an opportunity for real estate agents to make money and gain the trust.
0: And then AI over virtual reality, AI, do you see AI as... um... A big opportunity. Do you see it as all positive, or do you see it as a little bit of positive but a lot of stuff to be wary of as well?
1: Okay, with AI, I think it is it is vital at this at the moment because it is spreading really fast. It, people have open sources; they are making new things on daily basis. For example, if I want to find a house, and if there is an AI, for example, with GPT, I have tried asking ChatGPT, "Please tell me." if there are any houses around which are available for rent, for example. So if I get something like that, I'm telling you I'm not going to any real estate agent anymore. So I would try to be on my computer, getting all the information because as a customer, as a client, I believe that, yes, there is a person I want a connection with because, yes, but I also believe that they they're gonna sell me anything which is beneficial for them, not just for me. So
0: but do you think AI could kill state agents and Latin agents, the industry?
1: No, it cannot. It cannot because I at the end of the day I'm a human being. I want that interaction. Right. Uh just like right now we are doing Zoom and we are not doing call. Uh it's because this is important for us to see faces, It is important that we look at each other's expressions and then, you know, uh, try to guess if this person is saying the right thing or not.
0: Okay. Interesting. So when's your project due?
1: Is in September.
0: Okay. So from myself and everyone in the Progressive Property community and the Progressive Property podcast. By the way, if you've been listening to the Progressive Property podcast, Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes around every single Tuesday on iTunes and Stitcher. If you're on Progressive Property YouTube, then make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe and and make sure you do not miss any future content. There's lots of videos every single week on all things property. But from Progressive Property across YouTube, across podcasts, everywhere, let's all give Miha a huge um, best of wishes in your dissertation. And if you do have more information on AI as it grows. If you start to get involved in any companies who are delivering anything, then you gotta reach back out to us. And if you need any beta testers, I'm sure I, I'd be up for it. And there might be some other some of our other guests as well. If you're up for beta testing anything in AI, that not available right now, but might be in the future, just comment in the comments box as well and let us know. Um but yeah, I hope that was valuable. Um Miha, I hope you found it useful. And thank you for coming on and sharing a little bit about AI and virtual reality because I don't know a huge amount about it and I hope my answers helped you. And for anyone listening in, if my answers were Irish, rubbish, terrible, if you've got better suggestions, if you disagreed or agreed with anything I said, let us know in the chat box as well. The more feedback that we can get for MJ, the better. So yeah, appreciate you coming on and see you next week, everybody. (laughs)